It is return to forum day on What's Up Welland because I'm joined once again by my co-host, Mark McDonald. Mark, thanks for coming back and bringing your insights and ideas to our conversation today. Joining us is Rob Axiak, Director of Community Services, back for his return visit to the show. This time we're talking strategic planning, strategic priorities. You've got a hand in this as well. A, how do you feel to be back? B, what are you looking forward to in the conversation? So, yeah, it is nice to be back. Uh, it's been, uh, I think, a couple weeks now. But um, I got to say, I've enjoyed listening to you take the reins and not have to hear myself for a few conversations. Uh, hopefully, uh, my return is, is not going to disgruntle too many of our, our listeners. But no, I'm excited to have Rob on the show today to talk all things strategic planning. As you mentioned, I have had a bit of a role as a member of our corporate leadership team. Uh, but I think, you know, more than anything, yeah, today is not really a fun conversation, at least in the traditional sense of what we consider fun, um, but it's going to be very informative and it's going to, I think, help people realize the importance of a strategic plan, especially for a municipality like Welland uh, and all of the, the great things that are in its future and how this document will shape that. But there's no point in listening to me continue to talk about it. Rob is the 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 person who is really kind of captaining this ship and we'll let him tell us all things strat plans so without further ado let's welcome rob axiak all right so with us today is rob axiak director of community services who is also wearing the hat of strategic plan facilitator for uh city staff and council in 2023 rob thanks for joining us thank you thanks for having me so, cats out of the bag, we are strategic planning, uh, but for those who may not be familiar with exactly what that is, can you tell us a little bit more about, A, what a strategic plan is and why it's a document or a process that is beneficial for a municipality? Sure, sure. So, a strategic plan it's is really a roadmap is the way I describe it. So, it helps to establish where we're going and what we need to help get us there. Uh, as a city, as a municipality. So, you know, with the introduction of a new council, now was definitely a great time to start to develop this strategic plan. Uh, council members have spent a considerable amount of time on their campaign trails. They know, you know, intuitively what's happening in their different wards. So now is just a great time for, for them to start to come together to develop this right at the onset of a new council term. So... Rob yeah, go oh, ahead. Go ahead, please. Fill, well, you, fill, fill more of the blanks in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You you had mentioned the benefits, uh, I believe, or so. What are some of the benefits? So, you know, for me, I think everyone benefits from a strategic plan. It's not just a document that sits on a shelf in a municipality. I think everyone benefits from it. So the taxpayers, the business community, the development community, our staff, council members, every single person benefits from this plan because. Everyone gets to contribute to it and everyone gets to see how they align to it and how we are moving forward as a municipality. So Rob, that's exactly what I was going to ask you about. So thank you for beating me to that chase because this strategic plan is beneficial to so many individuals, businesses, just layers of who makes up our community. Can you get into some of the components that make up the strategic plan because it is going to be so far reaching, what are the pieces, what are those pillars that help it reach basically all corners, all, all areas of the city? 
Yeah, it's, it's a great question. So really, I try to, to have a strategic plan understood in, in really three components or three sections of a strategic plan. So it typically starts off at a higher level, more visionary type. Uh, so it starts off with the whole vision, mission, and values. And that's a pretty significant piece of work uh, to understand and ensure everyone is on the same page. So the vision is, 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 you know, where are we going? Where do we want to see ourselves in the next X amount of years? The mission is how are we going to get there? Uh, and our values are, is what's core to us that's going to help us on our, our, on our quest to get to where we want to get to. So that's that's the real high part that that we have to start with, and and we've been working with council on that particular one to date. From there, it gets a little bit more, uh, a little bit more infra or a little bit more uh, meat on the bones, where um, the the strategic plan itself really has areas of focus, and these things are are, are identified in many different ways. Um, pillars of the organization they hold up uh, what we're trying to do, and they're very broad, but they're very focused uh, in terms of where we are going to focus our time and energy. Uh, so those are what we also have worked on. Then it gets a little bit closer to the ground where we're talking specific objectives. So what are these things that we're going to be doing now as a municipality that align to our areas of focus, which then connect directly to our vision, mission, and values? So, Rob, you mentioned, you know, counselors when they were out on the campaign trail, they were hearing different things. They were starting to kind of strategize, prioritize for what they might like to do uh, in this term of council. How do you get a group of 13, including the mayor, uh, together to, you know, uh, come to an agreement, I guess, <laughs> to a certain extent on, you know, what those things are, a, a vision, a mission, values? Can you talk us through a little bit of that process to date of, of how the workshops have gone and kind of how council was able to interact with one another, but also with staff to, to really develop those things and all get on board? Sure. And it's no easy feat by any means. It's it's all about uh, facilitation of, of the group. So every member of council comes with their set of ideas, their set of beliefs, what they want to see for their particular ward, what they want to see for the municipality. So they have all these ideas that are generated already. So it's a really good starting point to have. Uh, what, we, what we've done to date is we've kind of organized these workshops to really try to flush out all of these ideas and have each member of council discuss what they feel is important and you know why it should be brought forward. Then we go through some different exercises where we're, we're trying to whittle it down to something that's very, very um, core to everybody or that every, everyone can really agree on. So we go through this facilitated discussion. We have those debates. This is in a workshop format. So all the formalities aren't, aren't necessarily there that we would have in council chambers, but they are facilitated formalities where, where we really help get them to decide what, what is going to be our vision, mission, values, what are our areas of focus going to be. So we've taken that particular approach. We used our corporate leadership team uh, to really help facilitate that conversation, uh, not to to provide necessarily input at this stage from the corporate leadership team, but just to help facilitate. Again, because there's a ton of ideas that our members of councils have, so that we just need to bring them all together and have them have some good consensus building and move forward. So they've created a decent draft to date on two of the sections, uh, and we'll be moving into the third uh, coming up. 
And I've had the the luxury and the pleasure of being able to attend uh, the first two workshops, and, and I'll be attending the third as well. But what I found really interesting and beneficial was, and I, I loved the term, the dot-mocracy um, mm-hmm. that they were able to engage in. Because like you said, there are different ideas, there are different objectives and viewpoints from all of the participants. And you, know, you, you kind of get to a point where it's, okay, here's what we have as a group. Let's figure out what's most important to us. And it was interesting to watch them all. You know, they got their stickers and they went up and they said, yeah, this this term or this strategy, that's really important to me and how it really kind of coalesced around that. Yeah, that was definitely a a strategy that we try to use just to kind of get them to focus on some some top priorities. So, you know, the the part prior to the whole democracy type process is them generating ideas so the the, the, the brain dump that they, they had to go through to get all of those ideas um, out was the first probably hardest step for them because there's a lot that they that they are thinking of. And then again, to go through that filter exercise of like a democracy type exercise really helped kind of ground them in terms of some of those specifics that we're going to that have then proceeded now to next steps. Uh, Rob, before we get into some of these specifics, as we're talking today about the strategic plan, I can't help but remember the last time you were on the show talking about the community trail strategy, and you referred to that as a living document, something that will get updated and changed as time goes by. With a strategic plan, how fluid is a strategic plan? If something is decided, let's say in June, what is decided in June, how long will it last for? Or will there be flow? Will there be changes as those priorities, as the plan unfolds? And is there is there a time frame associated with the plan? Yeah, yeah, great, great question. So really the plan is set out to be for a four-year plan. So really the council term. So it is stretched out for four years and it's just that, it's a plan. It's what are our best thoughts and ideas as of today? Things change in this world. Things are going to change. New ideas are going to happen. Things are going to happen in society, in in our municipality. They're They're going to shift this document. It is not meant to be a rigid document. It's meant to be a plan. So we develop it as of today's thought. We implement that plan as it's proceeding or it's going to be a live document. We might have to deviate from certain things because other things come up, new priorities come forward, whatever the case might be. So we have to build as part of this thinking, as part of our culture with the strategic plan, that it's not just a document left on a shelf that's static and rigid. It has to, it has to live. So, you know, I'm anticipating there'll be a lot of things that will be happening. So every single year, at bare minimum, every single year, we'll be doing a year in review and then a year going forward. And if there needs to be some adjustments or changes of the plan, that will be a key time to do it. There will be other opportunities as well where we'll have to bring things forward and have discussions of saying, well, this no longer works or this no longer fits and it needs to be replaced with X. So those things all all need to be uh, cooked as part of this process moving forward and everyone throughout the municipality, including our staff, uh, including members of council need to know that it's a, an extremely fluid document, but it is a plan and it does demonstrate where we want to go over the next four years. So we are, uh, as mentioned, kind of well underway with this process. We've got two of three workshops uh, under our belt at this point with the third one coming up. 
what happens after that third workshop? What is the the plan for the plan? Um, what uh, what types of activities will it occur? I'm struggling to find my words this morning. What types of things will occur after that draft is kind of finalized, uh, but before it is adopted? Yeah. So, so if you could picture after these three workshops that we have, we're going to have a draft, a draft that had all of the input from members of council that had some facilitation or some supportive help from the corporate leadership team and a draft will be created. This is just a draft, but it's a draft full of incredible information. So that information, then we are going to take it to a variety of people for some input. First off, the broader community, our taxpayers, the residents of Welland. We're going to bring it to them. We'll host a a workshop, an in-person workshop where people can come and visit. Very informal, where they they can view what's been done to date. They can provide their own input. We'll also do something online for those that may not be able to to come to that workshop. So that will be for our residents. We're also going to we're also going to complete something and send it off to the business community, the development community to get their input. Those individuals and companies and businesses are so important to the strategic plan because they help make they're a significant part of this municipality. And they need to understand what we're thinking as a municipality, what our council's thinking, and where we want to go and how they might want to align or fit. So we're looking for their feedback. And third, but definitely not least, is our own staff. Because we want to make sure every single staff layer that we have in this organization is aligned to the strategic plan, no matter what they're doing, they should understand at minimum what our vision, mission, and values are and how they align. So they should be looking at it through that lens. What what is it connected to their job? And they should have some input. So we're going to do some work with staff as well as part of our engagement process uh, to to gather all that input. We will collect all three sections. Uh, We will summarize them. We will look to see where we need to massage or adjust the, the, the actual draft plan. And we'll bring that information back for council's consideration. Well, and that's what I love about, um, you know, just the strategic planning process in general from a staff perspective, right? It is it is that thread that weaves its way through the work that everybody does so that even when we're coming up with ideas or suggestions or, you know, things that we would like to see done, um, you know, it's understanding how does it fit with the corporation's goals and priorities and council's uh, objectives. It's you know, it, it keeps us on a certain path as well, um, you know, because sometimes it might be really easy to say, hey, let's go do something absolutely wild and crazy. I've got this idea. But if it doesn't fit in the overall picture, you know, it's it's a nice way to kind of bring us back into the fold and, and get us back on track. Yeah, it's it's really to help keep us organized and keep keep our eye on what we said we want to achieve, knowing that that can change over time. But we want to make sure that we have a plan. Otherwise, we will have you know, uh, staff at different levels going in different directions. We'll have different members of council with different ideas going in different directions. The whole objective is this is to align us so that we are all following one set of plans, um, one set of rules uh, that, again, have some flexibility or some uh, uh, life to them so that we can make these adjustments. Is there anything, Rob, about a strategic plan that people not involved with such a process, people who will maybe never in their lives really have have in, insight. Yes, you're inviting the community to give input, but if this is not something that people, some people are, are familiar with, are there misconceptions about 
strategic planning that the average citizen could should know about? Yeah, you know, I, for me, I think it's just the, a bit of an education piece on what is it? And then not just what is it, but what is it and what does it mean to me? So me as a resident, me as an employee, me as a city councillor, whatever the case is, what is it for me? Uh, how does it connect? So that's the piece where I, I think that there's a, a bit of an education piece. And then it's embedded in our culture. As this becomes now a live document and we're using it, it, it again needs to be infused in everything we do every single day. We need to be living the, mis- the vision, mission and values. At the bare minimum, we have to be living that. That's on everything that we do. That's on how we communicate to each other as staff, as with our members of council, with the business community. It, it is absolutely everything that we do uh, needs to really flow through the, the culture or the, the thought process of the strategic plan. So, you know, it's it's about right now, and that's got to be part of our education or engagement session is to help educate people on what the plan is. And then look at it from the lens of themselves through that plan. And what do they want to see as part of that particular plan? How do they envision that to then unfold? So Rob, last question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Paul. See, this is what happens when we zoom it. We're zooming today for the for the podcast recording as opposed to being in the same room. And it's uh, even though we're looking at each other on a screen, it's it's tough to read those visual cues sometimes. So Paul, go ahead. Fire away. Is there anything that we have between Mark and I? Is there anything we have not asked you? Is there anything that is a door waiting to be opened that people will either be surprised to learn or is just before that education piece starts? Is there some pre-education we can that we're, we're just missing right now? Yeah, I, I think it's one piece I think that uh, a lot of people need to understand is that uh, we are a lower tier municipality, so we have a set of core responsibilities as that lower tier municipality. We are connected directly to an upper tier municipality, which is the, the region of Niagara. That's our upper tier municipality. We are then connected to provincial um, and as well as federal. So there are different layers of government. So the municipal government, sometimes everyone feels that, uh, or a lot of people might feel that the municipal government has um, you know, a significant uh, oversight of particular areas where we might just have more of a supportive role for things. So I think as we're going through this process, hopefully people can then start to understand what we as the city of Welland are responsible for and the things that we're not responsible for. How do we help those, those areas further advance? So I think that that's going to be part of this particular process that hopefully that there will be a little bit more education um, in terms of what we as a municipality offer and then what we don't offer, how we can connect to our upper tier uh, municipalities to help, you know, move forward a particular agenda. So, Rob, we'll, we'll let you go on this question. Um, we've talked about some community feedback and some community engagement. Uh, for anybody who's listening uh, to this episode and is chomping at the bit to, to have their voice heard, when can they expect to start to see some of that rollout? Yeah, so we are finishing our last workshop with council the first week of April. After that, we're using the remainder of April and the month of May to do all of our engagement. So that's that time where we're going to start to launch this out into the community. That's the time when we're going to start to host different sessions so that people can provide their input over the month of April and May. Again, we'll collect all of that information throughout those sessions 
We'll summarize it. We'll present it as a final product to council at the beginning of June. That's our timeline and our goal, but things do change. So we have to be a little bit flexible and nimble in the event that that happens. Awesome. Well, Rob, thank you very much for taking the time this morning to join us to talk a little bit more about strategic planning, what it is, what it means, and how it's going to benefit the city of Welland. And with everything that's coming down the pipeline and all the excitement surrounding the city, I think this plan is something that's really going to help uh, guide us to a prosperous future. So thank you again. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Rob, for joining us again on the show and this time bringing awareness of what's going on behind the scenes before it becomes in front of the scenes and out shared with the community about our strategic planning and the strategic priorities that are going to help guide, shape, direct the city going forwards. I really uh, I took to, I was impressed with hearing that there is an education piece to this in uh, the opportunity that we can learn more about the tiers and the levels of government sort of harkened back to some of the election videos that we put out in that um, who is responsible for what and why. And the more informed our community is, the the better they they understand why we are making decisions and the decisions that we have sway and influence over. And I'm looking forward to seeing this strategic uh, plan take shape. And to a degree, I do see some fun in this because it's, I guess, putting a puzzle together, building a, building something that is going to to push us forwards. So I don't know if that's nerdy fun, but I don't know. Let's lean. I'm going to lean into some of the the fun aspects of that. Mark, what is your take on today's chat? Well, yeah. If uh, if you've stuck with us this long, then there's no way you haven't learned something about uh, the process of a strat plan or the components of it. Um, but no, I, I mean, my marching orders now is is after April 11th, when that final workshop takes place is going to be to prep it and get it ready for public consumption, right? That that community engagement, public feedback component that Rob was mentioning. So, you know, we'll, we'll do that in a variety of ways to make sure that as many people as possible have the opportunity to have their say and, uh, you know, provide some input, hopefully, uh, a great many choose to do so, uh, but if they don't, then you know maybe it's just a good sign that we're we're on the right track and they're happy with what we've done. So we'll, we'll find out in the coming uh, month or so, six ish weeks ballpark, uh, and we'll go from there. So uh, to get caught up on all past episodes of What's Up Welland, you can visit engagewelland.ca/podcast. And until then, we will catch you next time. 